0: everyone, this is Megan, one of the owners at The Bookshelf in Winchester. We sell a variety of metaphysical products including crystals, incense, candles, books, tarot, and more. Come and check us out at 106 Featherbed Lane in Winchester, Virginia. We can't wait to see you soon! Hello graveyard dwellers, this is Lexi from Drifter's Cafe and I'm here to tell you about a spooky good deal. Drift on down to 50 West Main Street in Warden'sville and try one of our monthly specials. We have a chicken pesto flatbread for you to sink your teeth into or a frappé that will chill you to the bone. Mention code ghosted on your next visit and enjoy $2 off.
1: You're listening to Ghosted in West Virginia. <laughs> and gentlemen, obsessors, oppressors, and possessors, I am your humble host, Alec McCann, and with me as always,
0: Julia McCann, Woo-hoo!
1: and we have a very good episode, so uh, I went on the internet, uh, on okay. Reddit, and oh tried to find uh, 11, well I tried to find like the scariest uh true ghost story type things yeah and a thing popped up called 11 of the scariest true ghost stories and it was an article from travel channel that they pulled off of reddit which it was a weird rabbit hole just to get to an article that wasn't like that had already compiled stuff yeah but they i read them they're pretty good and i think they're gonna be good for the episode awesome that being said Uh, We also have a very special Patreon episode coming up about Thanksgiving.
0: Uh,
1: I wanted to save it until November happened, uh, and we could make an announcement, but I have something coming up for that. And uh, another fun thing, Julia... Has a dog watching business. Yes, I do. Uh, So if you are looking for someone to keep an eye on your dog at your house, you know, feed them, spend time with them, play with them, Julia will play with them. You can ask uh, really anybody in Wardensville, they'll tell you if there's a dog, Julia will more than likely find it, play with it, and uh, (laughs) take it home. Take it home. Uh, So um, she's very good at what she does. Uh, the business is called Paws and Hearts.
0: Yes, and I have nifty um, business cards. I was going to say gift cards, but we're not quite that fancy.
1: No. Um, and we'll put a picture of that up on Instagram uh, to promote her small town business.
0: Yay! Go sure,
1: um, Now... Let's get in to some spook, shall we? Yes. This first story is called It Wasn't a Little Girl. Now, I will tell you, some of the people that wrote these stories are female. So, when I say things like me and my husband, I want you to understand I I have not (laughs) left you for anybody. Okay. just want you to know. Uh, I was camping with my husband and his family at a small remote lake in New Mexico. Thank you for that. You're welcome. There were about ten people in our group and another group of six people in the next campsite. It was nighttime and both groups were doing typical activities, making s'mores, having a few drinks, telling stories, when we all heard what sounded like a little girl yelling out for help. Mm. Neither group had children with them, but we were all positive that we were hearing a little girl, and we decided to search the area we heard the noises from together. There was a field behind our campsite, and we all saw a very tall, pure white figure standing about 100 feet away from us in a field making the noises. We all agreed this thing looked maybe six feet tall, skinny, white as can be. We made our way closer to investigate, but whatever it was we saw started backing off as we got closer. And it disappeared into the trees. All night we continued to hear a little girl call for help as we tried to sleep. Creepy. Absolutely would not go camping after that. No. I'd be like, oh, there's they're out That's in the woods now, so no. This next one's called The Walking Dead. Ooh. And I think you'll like this one the most. I could be wrong.
0: Okay. Let's see.
1: I'm a psychiatric nurse. And early in my career, I worked at a residential mental health facility. One of our residents was an elective mute, which means that he didn't, wouldn't, couldn't talk. But there were no medical reasons as to why. He had spoken earlier in his life and, in fact, seemed quite normal back then, with the exception of being close to seven feet tall. Oh. Uh, he'd been raised in Deep South, joined the military when he was 19, but one night he just vanished. He was declared AWOL, and eventually he was just declared missing and dead. Ten years later, a seven-foot-tall man walked into the VA hospital emergency room in my part of the Midwest and said to the receptionist, My name is Marion Duchesne, uh, which is not the real name, they said, and I've been dead for ten years. Those were the last words he ever spoke. He was covered with dust. He was wearing the same clothes he'd been reported to be wearing the night he vanished. His social security number had not been used and he had no identification on his person. However, they were able to identify him, and I guess via fingerprints. Family was notified, but they said they'd already grieved their lost man and that whomever was claiming to be him simply could not be. They demanded not to be contacted again.
0: That's weird.
1: Marion, uh paced all day, every day, moving his mouth that looked like talking and muttering, but no sound came out. He had an unnerving habit of throwing his head back with his mouth wide open, as if he were laughing heartily. But not even a breath could be heard. If I talked to him, he appeared to listen, periodically throwing his head back in laughter, mimicking a way of his. So, He was like,
0: super weird. Yeah. Uh,
1: Various medications were tried, but they did not affect him either positively or negatively. Occupational therapy did nothing because Marion would just grin unless told to stay put. He'd get up and start pacing again. I I don't like Marion at all, man. No. He's not talking. He laughs inappropriately. And...
0: I feel like he would make me super uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. On my last day at the job, the last thing I saw was Marion, pacing the parking lot, throwing his head back to laugh. Later I wondered if all along I'd been dealing with a ghost. All these years later I still don't know.
0: They just let this man outside?
1: Well, uh, oh, I mean yeah. Well his family didn't want him. Where's he gonna go?
0: But you would think in a psychiatric facility they would keep them indoors.
1: Well, I mean, I it depends on what kind of... I mean, she just said she was a psychiatric nurse. She didn't say that they were in a psychiatric facility.
0: Oh, uh, well, true.
1: Um, so the next story is the unrest stop. Ooh, rest stop stories are always good. They are creepy. I was driving across country with my mom and sister when I was 16 and my sister was 20. It was late, but we were well rested, still And alert. Oh, we were well-rested still and alert. We were driving along an interstate and needed gas and a bathroom break, so we stopped at the only rest stop in 200 miles. There was a van full of teenagers on the road trip at the gas station as well as uh, a small gray small gray that's not even English there. Hold on. Okay, there we go. A small gray car parked at the pump in front of us with two young men standing still outside of it. When we got there, everything felt wrong. We'd been on the road for days and seen many rest stops at night and had never been afraid until then. My mom and sister went inside and I stayed in the car. I heard the teenagers say they were creeped out and couldn't get the pump to work, and they left in a hurry. I was watching the car in front of—it's okay—in front of. Oh no! I was watching the car in front of us, uh, and two men had not moved—not an inch. They were talk—they weren't even talking. They weren't on phones. They were just standing there, still as stone. My sister and mom came running back. Out to the car, and when they got in, the two men slowly turned to look at us while not moving or pivoting the rest of their bodies. And I swear, we all saw the same thing: they had eyes dark as pitch and empty, truly empty, not black, not reflecting any light at all, just void. Ooh, doesn't that sound like the black-eyed children, people? that's what i was
0: just thinking
1: about we sped out of there and didn't stop until the next city the worst thing about the entire experience we couldn't find a place on a map we knew exactly which spot on the interstate to look and we couldn't find it on google maps or any paper map that we had we even asked locals about the creepy gas station out at the stretch of road and only got confused looks we traveled on the interstate since and there is no rest stop oh so they've gone through there and there's just nothing.
0: That reminds me of the one where the hotel that I guess the mom and the daughter stayed at when it was raining. And then
1: Oh yeah. It, and it and just showed they, up for their Yeah,
0: and then it disappeared and I yeah. never heard of it.
1: That was that was a weird story. Um, all right, so this one's it came from us in the graveyard. Ooh. Or came for us, not came from us. <laughs> came for us in the graveyard. So we were driving my friend's really old, beat-up Subaru through a massive graveyard. We stopped and walked down a hill, came across a little pond. There was someone sitting on a rock on the other side of the pond. The figure was all black, and we couldn't make out any features other than the fact that it looked like a man who was wearing some old-type hat. We stupidly waved and shouted, Hi! He didn't show any acknowledgement and continued sitting still on the rock. All of a sudden, he jumped to his feet, started running to us on the water and then vanished in thin water about halfway on the pond. My friends and I screamed and ran back to the car. Absolutely. Uh, The car wouldn't start and that's when you get out and you just start running. You run. You you get away. Uh, And we heard something banging on the back of the car. Get out of the car. Get out. No, wait. How many are there? How many friends are there? If it's a four-door car, we can assume there's three other people. Take the chances. Mm-hmm. Mourn your friends.
0: <laughs> yeah, but would you want your friends to do that to you? I found the key.
1: At that point, I don't think I'm thinking of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been nice to have you in my life, and I'll cherish the times that we've had. But I've got family. Like that's yeah. I know they got family too, but that that's their problem.
0: That's true. <laughs>
1: any of my friends that are listening to this now you know if we were being attacked in a car and I had a chance to get away I'll send help but uh, I will try to encourage you to come with me uh, if you won't then I'll send help but it wasn't a constant bang every few seconds or so we'd hear it nobody was outside from what we could see in the dark but something was making a noise on the car i opened my phone and started dialing my mom to come give us a boost but i had no service none of us had service the next 30 minutes do i have fitbit
0: i don't know why
1: or is that my is that what is that oh that's the recording icon did your phone vibrate? No. Weird. All right. Um, nobody was outside from what we could see. Oh, we already did that part. The next 30 minutes were spent trying to get her car started, but no banging was heard afterwards, and we felt this heavy pressure around us. That's never good. Finally, the car started, and she hit the pedal to the metal, and we sped out of the gra- graveyard so farred, Far. So far. <laughs> so fast. Immediately crossing the gates, all of our phones regained cell service. One thing I know for certain is that someone or something was out there, and it was not animal or human.
0: Creepy.
1: Now, this one seems to be kind of like a, a feel-good one, so it's not real scary. It was good to see an old friend is what it's called. When I was 37, I went to my high school reunion. I flew in and uh, into the nearest airport and rented a car. The distance is about 35 miles through a very rural and almost abandoned part of the country. About three miles outside of town, I see someone on the side of the road flagging me down and it turned out it was one of the guys I attended school with. Jim, not his name, gets in the the car and starts talking. I had not seen him in 20 years, but he still looked the same, maybe a little older. Uh, and we get to town and I ask him if he wants to come to the VFW and have a drink and he says, no, just take me home Jim's parents had lived only a few blocks from my grandmother's house and and I turned in that direction, but he said to take him to the outskirts of town there was a mobile home parked out there and I figured that must be where he lived when we reached the end of the turnoff, he said, drop me here it was good to see you, and he walks off into the night I go to the VFW, met some of my old classmates, we start to talking. We're talking about who's coming to the reunion. I mentioned that I just picked up Jim three miles east of town and dropped him off. Everyone gets real quiet. Even the guy singing karaoke stops and lays the mic down. My cousin goes white as a new t-shirt. Barb, Jim died on that curve like eight years ago. Rolled his car. We were all at his funeral. I was told. I started to feel real dizzy. I went out to the car to take some deep breaths and there on the seat is a local newspaper printed eight years previous containing Jim's obituary. Hmm. And I still have the paper.
0: How weird is that? that? Crazy.
1: Uh. Ah, This person said someone take Reddit away from me. I can't stop reading ghost stories. That would
0: be me.
1: This next one. Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Tis true. After, it's real short too. After we moved into our home, we were told a woman had died there at the hands of her abusive husband. She hated men. My dad woke up scratches all over himself and whenever my brother was mean to my sister or I, he would have scratches on him as well. And one day my brother hurt our sister. He hit her with something. When he woke up that night, he had a horrible bloody nose. Mm. The day we moved out, my brother accidentally broke his twin's arm trying to out wrestle or er, trying out a wrestling move. He swears that he would have died that night if he was if it wasn't our last time in that house.
0: That's creepy.
1: This next one, death came for him. Okay. This could be good. You ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here we go. I was standing in my parents' room late one night <laughs> when I <our eyes> <laughs> I was standing in my <laughs> <laughs> I was standing in my parents' room talking uh, to my very sick dad at the time. He was dying of stage four esophageal cancer. That sucks, man. Uh, I got the feeling something was behind me. I looked towards the doorway to the living room and there was something about four six fully black peeking around the corner with its hands on the doorframe. Of all the imposing heights death right? could be that's four not really six. Tall. <laughs> that's, that's shorter than you. Yeah, that's, that's like that's like Jacob or Ryan's yeah. size. They're nine and seven. They're itty bitties. Yeah, probably closer yeah. to Jacob's
0: size. Probably. Because Ryan's pretty close to five foot.
1: Oh man. That's um, little. That's itty bitty. <laughs> Uh, I ran towards it, it slipped back around the door. When I got outside the doorway, there was nothing. My dad was completely confused when I stepped back inside the room uh, to tell him. him. People who stayed at my house in my dad's final days claimed to have seen it. My mom saw the figure on multiple occasions in multiple places until he passed away. We haven't seen it since. I don't know what possesses me to binge read reddit true life ghost stories about twice a year when each place I live always has some kind of resident spirit." Okay. That was unnecessary. Thank you, Zoe S. Todd. That was a horrible (laughs) conclusion to that, like, how do you, why the, uh, why the, like, none of you have any kind of reason to think it's death or why that title is there. Give me, I mean, I guess she implied it with it never showed up after he died, but still. I don't, I don't think I could ever think of death as just like, are you done yet? No? right. No? All right. I feel like death as a personification has a pretty good hold on its schedule. Yeah. Now this one, my mother attracted evil.
0: Mm, Are you ready? Yes.
1: After my parents divorced, when I was a teenager, I lived with my mother. I experienced a lot of paranormal happenings. Several times when I was reading in my bed, the room would start to feel real icy. Mm. Next, it would feel as if something or somebody that hated me was staring at me. And when I got that feeling, I need a a healing Alright, alright. When I got that feeling, I would leave the room and come back an hour later. And sometimes, during the day, I would see a shadow figure sneaking along my bedroom walls. Creepy. Something in the flat was pretending to be my dog. I went into my room, heard a deep growl from under the bed. My dog wasn't capable of making a noise that deep. It sounded like either a really big dog or a man doing his best impression of a dog. <laughs> Other times, my dog would whimper, pace in the room next to mine, and wouldn't come when called, as if he was afraid of something in the hallway. When I moved in with my father, the paranormal activity stopped. And he never had anything else. Ooh, evicted by a ghost! Let's go, realty! Watch it be a Scooby-Doo case. Mm. Mmm!
0: Mmm-mmm-mmm!
1: Shortly after, quite
0: strange.
1: shortly after college, I got married. All right, that's just how it is. I know how to play the flavor slave game. Mm. All right, yeah. We immediately moved into a basement apartment because I do it rich. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's because that was all that was available in their budget. This place had a poltergeist, and my wife was terrified. And whatever resided there with us made it clear it wanted to live alone. Dishes, glasses, and other items flying off the shelf. My wife was hit several times. And it wasn't by me this time. There was always. There was always an ominous feeling like we were being watched. At night, when we walked through the apartment in the dark, there would be an insanely bright flash of light that would illuminate the entire room. One night, while we were going to bed, as soon as my wife and I walked into the bedroom, we heard a voice from nowhere say, my name, move. So, (laughs) Alec. My wife looked at me. I looked at her and I said, you got it, buddy. Do you want me to be in the corner until you pass or what? (laughs) No. Uh, And we moved out two days later and stayed with family. The old lady who owned the place died a few months later and the house was torn down. It is still an empty lot to this day. Nothing but grass and a tree. I still drive by it every now and again.
0: Hmm.
1: Next one, the death Moon. What a musical episode.
0: Right, I'd say.
1: My dad used to work as a corrections officer at a rural prison. He drove the perimeter of the property for his entire shift lot of gas where he would check empty buildings for runaway inmates it was generally a boring job how funny like I know that's not that's a serious job but like going into like you in there hey Steve Steve I see your orange it's not dark color you can't hide Steve you're in the corner I can see the white sleeve of your jumpsuit, sir. Steve! How fun. It would be fun. Now, uh, now I just wish that would happen one night. Not violent. It's rural, so you're hoping it's not violent. It's yeah. just like drug addicts that are just like, I need it fixed, man. And they're like clawing at the, oh man, how creepy would that be? They need to do a demon story in a prison. Ooh. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. do that kind of movie where, because like just imagine someone's just like chipping at a wall for no reason.
0: That is creepy. The
1: idea of that is creepy. Like, they're facing the corner and they're just... I'd
0: like to work in a prison.
1: What's wrong with you? I'd
0: like to be like a nurse in a prison or something.
1: Until you get felt up.
0: The old men at the nursing home felt me up.
1: These aren't old men. These are people that can actually overpower you and do something about it. Alright? That's true. Yeah. Exactly. Um... One night, my dad was parked on a hill reading a magazine when he started to feel thumping in his body. He described it as uh, as the feeling you get when speakers are playing with a song that has really heavy bass. Put the magazine down, checked his rearview mirror when he saw someone outside the truck. He grabbed his pistol, jumped out of the truck with his weapon drawn. Outside the truck, he realized it was a procession of Native Americans walking through the truck and directly through his seat only to disappear at the exact spot he was sitting. He said it was clear they were ghosts because many of them appeared injured. This went on for a few seconds and then the whole procession disappeared. He called the other perimeter guy on his walkie to try to explain and the other guy almost immediately stopped communicating. Turns out the other guy had seen this happen before but didn't believe in ghosts so he wouldn't talk about it. Hmm. Alright, this next one is the one I was excited for. The Demons room are you prepared yes all right let's make sure we're still recording because my phone did the thing where it turns off for some reason what do you mean my fingerprint doesn't match there you go 24 okay the demon's room i worked as a forensic nurse in the hospital's lockup unit we had one older lady who swore she was being haunted and abused by a demon she would call Tiberius. So many crazy, right? So many crazy things happened while she was on the unit. We'd go into the room, do normal care, leave, and seconds later she'd start screaming bloody murder. We'd run into the room. To find her looking like she'd been in a fight with a boxing champ, bloody lip, black eye, markings all over her body. No one ever saw her doing this stuff to herself. Things would move around her room by themselves. At one point she was in protective restraints because the doctor thought she was hurting herself. But there was no way she could have moved or done anything to herself while in restraints. And yet new remarks, or new not remarks, new marks would appear. Or her tray or cart would be across the room. The room was secure, so there was no way anyone else was doing it. And when we asked her her questions, she would just say, it was Tiberius. After she was discharged, she always had, or we always had trouble with that room. If there was going to be a rabid response or code, it happened in that room. One night, a guard reported lights blinking on and off. It was that room.
0: Mm. And there you have it, folks. Creedy.
1: Eleven ghost stories that are sure to thrill you, chill you, and spill you. Sorry. Yes. All right. So here is uh, just a preview of what our Thanksgiving episodes are going to look like for Patreon. We are doing the. Uh, just a, a quick little rundown of a whole bunch of terrifying Native American Ooh, hauntings. Nice! And, uh, you know, Patreons where we typically do our more serious topics, things like that, so, uh, please join our Patreon at GhostedNWV, uh, at Patreon.com. Um, just search for us, join that Patreon, we are excited to, uh, fill that in. We have a new process coming, um, for how we're going to do this year. We're going to do a live video for Christmas, and probably do, try and do a live video on Thanksgiving. Now, I say on Thanksgiving because the live video will be our Thanksgiving episode, so don't look for an episode until Thanksgiving happens or the day after Thanksgiving. If you miss the live on Facebook, that's fine. It'll be up there for a couple of days afterwards, I believe. Uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, enjoy the show as we progress because we are excited for the amount of time that we have uh, to do things now. Um, also, we are doing... Our normal episode on. I thought it would be fun to see if we could find Um, a Roanoke theory to a paranormal Roanoke theory to delve into. That
0: would be fun. What are you watching, Jacob?
1: Oh my goodness. That was terrifying. Uh, Without further ado, please rate and review the show. Um, whatever you listen it to, it uh, it helps uh, spread the show. Get gets more people listening. Rate and review. It'll put put it in uh, people's suggestions. Rate and review. It'll give people an idea of what you listen to, your friends, and all that. And it helps that Share our stuff. It helps spread the show so that we can do this show non-stop. I mean, we are happy to do it, but of course we have busy lives. And our, uh, our main goal with the show is to only do this show. Like that is our big, big goal. Yeah. And, uh, we know that you guys are willing to help us reach that goal. So, uh, you know, and the way to do that is to rate and review and and join our patreon if you can't join our patreon that's fine you know times are tough for everybody but you can rate and review the show on whatever you listen to us on Uh, and and if you send us again our contest for this is if you send us your review you are entered to win a piece of merchandise and uh, we actually have quite a few pieces of merchandise in our carts Ready to go. As soon as we can push that out, we are going to uh, enjoy our uh, reviews. Hopefully, they're good. (laughs) All right. That being said, we love you all. Thank you for listening. And uh, don't let anybody don't let anybody uh, touch your feet while you're sleeping. So curl up. Good night. Wait, I forgot something. Uh, the ad that you hear for Drifters Cafe and the uh, bookshelf, they are actually different now. Uh, the bookshelf is now known as moon Phase. and Drifters will ha- has a new uh, November menu which we will give to you uh, shortly once we record a new okay. ad for them. Uh, but still, the promo is ghosted. And uh, enjoy yourselves with a $2 thing off of both locations. You can go to Smoke Hole Tavern and tell them ghosted. Or you can come to Wardensville and tell them ghosted. Uh, but it's a $2 discount off of any purchase. That's including a full, full meal. So enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the day. And try and find yourselves some ghost stuff. That being said... Good night, good luck, and we love you all.